Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. All but one Big Sky Conference basketball team involving Montana and Montana State has been postponed this weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Because of COVID-19 issues within the basketball programs at Southern Utah, Thursday's contests between SUU and Montana have been postponed and rescheduled. The Grizz men were set to host the defending Big Sky regular season champion Thunderbirds Thursday night in Missoula, while the Lady Grizz were supposed to play the league-leading T-Bird women in Cedar City, Utah on Thursday. Instead, those games will both be played on Monday, February 7th, according to a press release from UM Athletics. Montana State was scheduled to host Southern Utah's men's basketball team on Saturday afternoon. That game has been postponed and has yet to be rescheduled. As of Thursday morning, the Montana State women's game at SUU in Cedar City, scheduled for 2 p.m. on Saturday, remains on the schedule. The Big Sky announced two weeks ago that postponed games due to COVID could be rescheduled. In Crosstown High School hoops in Missoula on Tuesday, Missoula Sentinel swept Missoula Big Sky. The Sentinel girls bolted to a 16-4 first quarter lead and saw Brooks Stainer score 10 points to lead the Spartans to a 46-36 win over the Eagles. Candace Couture led Big Sky with 16 points. And in the boys' game, the fifth-ranked Spartans got 13 points from Caden Sheridan and 11 more from Riley Allen to earn a 60-54 win over the Eagles, who were led by Lewis Saunders with 17 points. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
I was looking for that Paul Simon Wyclef song. And then that led me to some suggestions about the you know other songs. And I remembered this song, Walking on the Moon, Little Dream and Kanye. Gotta love it. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Hope you're having a great Thursday. Thanks so much for kicking with us. Missed you thinking the first hour of the show, we had around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with our Big Sky insider, Krista Redpath. Krista was not in studio. She's uh, under the weather, but she still was able to call in and contribute to at least part of the uh, first hour of this show. You can find all of that on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is available on all your podcast hosting platforms and is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana. It just seems distinctly different, just how much more air we have to breathe around here on this show. And that's a not necessarily a good or bad thing. It's just a new chapter as we turn the chapter away from football. But don't worry, we're going to continue to talk about football. It's been a great football season, and we tried to load you up with as many interviews as possible. But we always had a little bit of levity each and every time our good friend Carolyn swung by the studio. And she is here now again, and now instead of being stuck right in the middle of all sorts of in-depth football interviews. She's just here on a wonderful Thursday like she will be for the rest of uh, this season and the rest of this calendar year and, I don't know, forever. Forever. (laughs) Thanks for squeezing me in for the last No, we always love having you here. We always love the breakup of everything because you always do talk about uh, distinctly different things than a lot of the things we do talk about. But uh, what's going on? I know that you were attempting to... uh, you know, I don't know, like all of us, set goals and reach goals here. Why you got to bring this up <laughs> on the air? I know. It is It is tough, you know. Uh, I read this article about how if you want your New Year's resolution to succeed, I know this isn't helping anybody now here on January 13th. They say you should try to do it at like 70% of what your goal is for two weeks before the New Year so then you can then ramp it up. Because if you just try to go cold turkey as... Uh, you have attempted to do it doesn't really work first of all um i think that's a great idea yes second of all i said last week distinctly it was try january not (laughs) try january Uh, i will say this too though one of my good friends who i used to work with in newspapers for years and anybody that knows anybody that's worked in newspapers you know that those people uh, like to drink because they have to um cover the state of society and they also make two cents an hour. <laughs> and most of the time you get off work really late, so there's nothing else to do. Regardless, um, she used to always say, why would you ever do dry January? January is already the most depressing month. There's, you can't see the sun. It's freezing cold. There's no holidays on the horizon. That's stupid. So she always does dry September. Yes. Or dry October. Which summer makes October sense. is what she used to always yes, do. Yes, because, I mean, summer is summer, especially in Montana. Sure. September, October, perfect time too. Or and winter, especially coming out of the holidays, you already just like rode the edge. <laughs> I think anything is better weeks. than what I did in December. So well, you know, I don't think you're alone. I think we all got really excited to go back to uh, having at least small gatherings and things like that. I think you're not the only one that maybe got a little out over your skis. Yeah, well, it's okay. I'm still doing <laughs> way better than I was in December. So well, that's, that's all. The, hey. the amount of veggies I've been consuming good, good. is a good, good thing. Good. Try, try, try again. Just never give up. And uh, Thanks. Thanks, Coulter. Chicken doesn't know sports presents. 
pre- presented proudly by the AC Hotel, which, by the way, they have delicious mimosas and uh, Bloody Mary. Speaking of things. And to, mocktails. There's all sorts of people listening to this show. They're like, you guys are silly. I would never do Dry January. So coming up, we do have a uh, couple of vouchers to the AC Hotel for you. So stay tuned. Chicken doesn't know sports here on ESPN Radio. Uh, what else you got, Carolyn? Well, I have a few things. So I hope you have time for me. Oh, I have plenty of time. So Novak Djokovic. Very nice. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. He is my tool of the week. Oh, boy. Now, you may think it's because he's not vaccinated. You may think it's because he... I actually think this situation is is uh, compelling. So I do think that there's actually nuance to both of the sides of the Novak Djokovic argument having validity. Anyways, carry on. Well, here's where, I, where the deal is. So he is not vaccinated. That's fine. That's his choice. I'm not going to be mad at him. However, if you want to travel to certain places... There are rules that have to be followed. Sure. And he thinks that he is exempt from that. Right. I mean, have you been following the Kyrie Irving saga? Yeah. So in New York City, you have to be vaccinated to participate in any sort of work-like activity. Mm -hmm. And so, but in other places, you don't. So he can play on the road. That's what's crazy about the NBA is you might go to seven cities in nine days. And so he can go play all the time on the road. And then when they have a homestand where they're like at home four games in a row, he just has to sit on the bench. So ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Okay, but, you know, they're following the rules. So that is what it is. Now, he tested positive allegedly in December. He went to a photo shoot knowing he was positive. He um, did an interview with a magazine. That's very rude. Not knowing he was positive, but found out he was positive a day later where he did the photo shoot, etc. He went to Spain knowing he was positive. And I think he is in Australia now trying to play the U.S. Open. All of these things are a bad look. Right. Also, if you are required to be vaccinated to play in Australia in in the Open... And those are the rules. And you think you're exempt. Sure. You need to check yourself because uh, a year ago you gave um, Osaka a bunch of grief about not doing pressers Mm -hmm. because, and those are the rules. So I just feel like this guy is one big fat toolbox. (laughs) Well, there's, there's a lot of nuance to this conversation because, um, you know, what what you just said... Testing positively going to a press conference is, you know, regardless of what you think. It's so it was a photo shoot, but it, still. Regardless. It's so silly that we have to say regardless of you think, like, politically, because this, this shouldn't be a political issue. But um, that's just rude. You know, right. It doesn't matter if you have COVID or, or, a stomach or flu. anything. Yeah. If you're sick, you should just not go right. and just reschedule. That's just rude. Yeah. You know, it's like my brother always says, I don't care what virus you got. Don't give it to me. I don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> Get away from me. Um the controversy about the Grand Slams, Novak Djokovic um, reportedly has advice from his doctor to not get the vaccine. I don't really know what the uh, background of the why is. Also, I don't want to question the validity of his doctor, but I also don't know if that doctor is a third-party doctor, if it's just his doctor best friend who's, like, giving him that recommendation. I don't really know. It's or just if like, it's Joe Rogan. It's just like when the, in the NFL when you used to get a concussion. If the team doctor was the one diagnosing you, your concussion would be fine. And if it's a third party, they're like, nope, you're not playing. Right. You're taking your helmet. I don't. So I don't know all of those details. But I do think it brings up a different conversation about how if your doctor really does tell you that you shouldn't get the vaccine because of adverse effects that you could experience, I don't really know. 
I do think, though, it is your choice to do whatever you want. And if you do have medical advice that's telling you to not get vaccinated, I think that if you want to uh, uh, take that advice, that's totally fine. But just like everything in life, it all comes with consequences. Exactly. And so if he truly cannot take the vaccine for medical reasons, but then he's also trying to play an event where you need to be vaccinated, I, I guess it's just kind of like, to me... It shouldn't be a controversy. It's just, sorry, buddy. Yeah. You can't play. And it's, it's not It's not a political thing. It's just that this was this the, is rule. the rule. It's just like if you have, you know, you probably gone through this with your kids with immunizations. There's probably a certain number of kids that probably can't get immunized. I mean, there's a certain number of people that can't do any, that, any number of things. Right. But if you have a doctor that says, hey, your kid shouldn't get this measles, mumps, and rubella shot, but then said kid can't go to school, it just kind of is how it is, right? You got to find yeah. a different solution. Right. So, it, I don't know. Uh, Djokovic is... is one of the most unique people in all of sports to me because he's the only all-time great that's that's that I can really think of in, in, in an individual or team sport that's ever existed in the space he's existed in. He's likely been the best men's tennis player of all time for a long time, mm-hmm. but he just had to be in the shadow of Roger Federer and Rafael right. Nadal, and he's never going to be able to cross over them until they're fully retired because they can't stop winning majors still. Yeah, and then he'll just like win a whole bunch more, and he'll go out as the greatest. But he'll never have been. Con- he'll for the majority of his career. Let's say his career goes five to ten more years. The majority of his career, he will have still been second fiddle to Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, even though he was right alongside, if not better than them, for most of the time he's been so good. So I, I think that he is uh, he's sort of a lightning rod already. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I think this is an interesting argument, though, because there's a lot of nuance to uh, both sides of it. Yeah. Well, if he his visa is canceled in Australia, he, could, he will be deported. Right. And he could face a three-year ban from ever going back to Australia. Oh wow! Which I don't think will happen. I think, I think this is going to be a you know COVID-centric situation. I don't think he will be banned from Australia because he's going to have to play. Hopefully, when things blow over and if things ever get back to normal. So, um, you know, the other thing is he might get in trouble with his own government, which I doubt because he was just awarded a stamp, and I mean he's like the hero of Serbia. But because he went out with COVID and potentially exposed people, he could face yeah. some, some, some issues there. So we'll see. Well, like we always like to talk about here, rather than the, the uh, ins and outs and controversies associated with the pandemic, we like to talk about it through just the pure sports lens. So we'll leave you with this. The one thing that would be so impactful if Djokovic could not play in the Australian Open for multiple years is that he has... Um, 19 majors, 19 Grand Slams to his credit, and nine of them have come with the Australian Open. So it is the tournament that he is the best at. He is the three-time defending champion at the Australian Open. So as we know, these guys have all gotten so good where they can play on all four of the different services mm-hmm. that the Grand Slams have, but they all have the one that they're the best at. For like sure. Nadal is so good in France at the French Open. Federer's been awesome on hard courts always at Wimbledon and U.S. Open, and then it's always been Djokovic at the Australian. So from a sports perspective, if he is not allowed to play and is banned from that for a couple of years, that could open up uh, huge opportunities for other people to win one of the most prestigious yeah. t- tennis tournaments. I don't think that they would ban him. I just I think this is a situation that they have to deal with now. But, but who knows? He might have made enough people mad. I mean, he's acting like an entitled little brat. Yes, it's so. true. 
Well, I'm reading right now on his Wikipedia that the guy's worth $275 million. So maybe, yeah. maybe he is retires. Just go chill out. Oh, man. It's so funny. I think that tennis, soccer professional soccer players and professional tennis players are the things that are the most fascinating to me because there's a couple of guys like Djokovic that are sort of brand name guys in America, but he's nowhere near the star of so many different American athletes. But on an international level, he's a way bigger star. Yeah. And, and that's what it's just interesting to me how much people love the tennis and soccer people outside of America. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, our good friend Carolyn in studio with us. What else you got, Carolyn? All right, well, this is a little scandalous, but uh, Josh Allen. Okay. Who does he play for again? Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Apparently, which is odd that he's a, a Buffalo person, and he's not good at playing in the cold. Have you heard this before? Uh, Josh Allen is so fascinating because if you just, if you didn't know his pre-college story, he went to Wyoming and he played at the University of Wyoming, which is in Laramie, which is I think the third highest college campus in the country besides Flagstaff where you went, mm-hmm. where Northern Arizona is at, and the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. Laramie's high. It's almost 7,000 feet. War Memorial Stadium, I believe, is the highest stadium in the country because it's a couple hundred feet higher than Laramie even. It says elevation 7,200 right when you walk in the stadium. So if you just heard Josh Allen talk and knew about his college background, you would simply think he was a small-town kid from Wyoming or Montana. Mm-hmm. Then you realize he is from an ag town, but it's an ag town in Northern California. Okay. So he he has this whole like rural background where he fit in at Wyoming, but he's from the warm-weather climate, so he actually can't handle playing in the cold, even though anybody that follows Wyoming football knows that you can talk about Montana or Buffalo or anything. There is no place in the country that's colder to play than Laramie, Wyoming. So right. it is, it's weird he played his whole college career at Wyoming and uh, isn't very good in the cold. Well, two things on that. I grew up in Chicago right. and I live in Montana and I went to school in Flagstaff and I hate the cold. All right. So, you so know. Why, do you, why do you keep chasing these real these cold places then i don't know you're gonna move but, to barbados soon oh god i would um however because he can't play in the cold mm-hmm. bart scott a former nfl player who has a show here on espn radio which airs uh, from i believe 11 to 1 here locally 1029 espn i knew that bart scott is an interesting guy well he came up with a great solution What's Bart Scott's solution? He told Josh Allen to pop a Viagra before a game. Oh, because buddy. it helps with circulation. <laughs> oh my God! That he really said that? Did he say it on? He said ESPN it on radio? his show or something. Yes. Now, he claims because Viagra was initially created for as like a heart medicine to help with get your heart pumping and stuff like that, it could help get the blood to the feet. Now, unfortunately, it has to pass by a certain area before it gets to the feet. I don't think it's a good idea for Josh Allen to pop a Viagra before right. his game. I don't think so either. However, I did <laughs> I get... I can't believe this is even a thing that's being talked about. I did get some um, warming foot soles for my ski boots at Bob Ward's, and it's a game changer. So maybe instead of the Viagra, he could get those. Uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I don't even know what to say. Or maybe I should take Viagra when I ski. Maybe that would help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. I love when you're speechless. Like, I just don't even know. Well, I just don't know how to, like, how much we should go down this uh, road. I mean, do we really want to talk about the chemical makeup of Viagra? No. No one wants to hear you talk about that. It's... 
the thing is, the drug has been spun as this thing for, for men. Right. But in reality, if you actually look at the, the ingredients of Viagra, it's not that much different than like a pre-workout. There's a lot of similar uh, characteristics. Like the same thing that you'd want to take to make your muscles pump up is what that is, right? So what it's, it's circulation does- and, and all sorts of different things. And so like a lot of athletes take pre-workouts that have things like beta alanine in them and L-carnitine and amino acids and creatine and all these different supplements within the pre-workout and also stimulants. And so I don't know, maybe Josh Allen could just tone it down a little bit. Maybe he could just like drink some amino energies or something. Maybe he could wear some wool socks. (laughs) Or maybe he could just buck up and realize he plays for the Buffalo Bills. And if he plays well in the cold, he'll be a legend. Yeah. Or, you know. What's the forecast even? I don't know. It's not going to be that cold. Listen, it, it was just funny. Who cares? We don't need to get... It's not that deep. <laughs> I'm looking at the, the uh, weather right now in Buffalo, New York. Seems sort of similar to Missoula right now. Sort of fluctuating in the high 20s and low 30s. Cloudy, rain and snow, icy. Well, you have know. to analyze everything. It's just, just funny. It, it is funny. That's also an outrageous solution by Bart Scott. Listen, Bart might know something we don't. I don't know. I think that hmm. <laughs> I think that taking medicine like that uh, would benefit a linebacker like Bart Scott was a lot more than it would benefit a quarterback. Yeah. Quarterbacks need to be like steady and be able to analyze things and Listen, I don't disagree. I just thought it was funny. It's, okay, it's we're moving something. on. Okay, Chicken Doesn't Good Know Sports, Lord. ESPN Radio. <laughs> All your medical advice right here. What else you got? Uh Russell Westbrook. Okay. He's a Laker. He he is now at this current iteration of his career. He where, is. Where did he play before? Uh, Russell Westbrook began his career with the um, Oklahoma City Thunder when they had just moved from Seattle. Mm-hmm. He and Kevin Durant were sort of the poster children for what the Sonics could have been, and then, then they went to OKC. And for as much disdain as the Pacific Northwest had for that move, they, they, they then became superstars in Oklahoma City because that's one of the smallest markets in the NBA and Westbrook was um, a standout and an MVP in Oklahoma City for uh, I think 12 seasons and then he played for the Houston Rockets for a year and that experiment playing next to James Harden went horribly because that's how it always happens and then he played for the Washington Wizards last year supposed to be playing next to John Wall John Wall can't stay healthy and now Russell Westbrook is um, how do you want to say this he is expected to be the 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 minutes eater for the Lakers. Mm, LeBron okay. can't go. Well, you want to say LeBron can't go like he used to go, but I just saw a graphic last night. LeBron James has the most points through 30 games he's had at any time in his career except for one, so he's already uh, on pace to have his best scoring season ever, year 19, age 37. Amazing. Hard to believe. But LeBron won Russell Westbrook because Russell Westbrook's very uh, sporadic and up and down and all that. But he also plays really hard, and he can play forever. He just has his endurance is crazy. So, anyways, well, uh, sort of LeBron's free agent acquisition of the offseason. It hasn't gone great because uh, what Westbrook's very polarizing. But what about Westbrook? What's he doing? Okay, well, he, they played the the Kings the other yep. night, and every time uh, Russell Westbrook missed a spot, they sent they played a song called "Cold as Ice." <laughs> the Kings in? Yeah, that's good. Is it? I mean, it's funny. 
It's so rude. Well, okay, Russell Westbrook is not uh, getting mentally affected by the amount of shots he's missed. He's missed more shots than any superstar in the league in the last Well, then the, on the scoreboard, they put up his picture, and it said, Ice Cold Player of the Game. Oh, baby. I just think that's rude. Why you got to be like that? Oh, man. Is this common? I, I think I've only been to one or two NBA games, so I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, trolling the superstars, that's all part of the deal. Is it? I mean... The NBA is closer to professional wrestling than it is any of the other pro sports. Okay. Like just in terms of like the the dramatic narrative and the, and okay. the dramatics and like when you're the visiting team and you have superstars like Russell Westbrook, of course they're trolling you. It's really? just kind of how it goes. Yeah. Because huh. because the guys are so visible and famous. Like yeah. If you go to pro football game, pro hockey game, you have to like find the superstar. Like who where is he? Where's oh there he's back in whatever. Mm-hmm. Baseball, you have to wait for Mike Trout to come up to bat. Mm-hmm. Basketball, Russell Westbrook's right there. there. You can watch him the whole time. LeBron is right there. I was just wondering why the Kings had it out for him specifically. Like, did he? I don't know if there's any sort of. Well, uh, I didn't know if there was like some bad blood. No more than just, you know, an interstate rivalry kind of, you okay. know, Lakers and Kings. I mean, it's only a couple hours apart and I don't know. Okay. The Kings got to do something. The Kings are like the most moribund pro sports franchise in the in the all of pro sports. The most what? Moribund. Like downtrodden, <laughs> pathetic, irrelevant. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know what you said. Yeah, moribund. I don't know. Don't I, they have that little Steph Curry guy? That's Golden State. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Remember uh, once upon a time, you didn't, didn't even know that the Sacramento Kings had a uh, pro sports team. Really? Moribund's definition is a literal <laughs> or figurative state near death. The more you know. The more you know. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, ESPN Radio, Carolyn, our good friend and uh, pop culture insider <laughs> in studio. What else you got? Clearly not a um, vocabulary student. Uh, yeah, per- clearly not. That's why you're in sales. Wh- exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. So since you were talking about the NBA kind of turning into the wrestling. Sure. So Devin Booker oh, yeah. of the Phoenix Suns, they were playing. Is he dating a Kardashian still? No, he's, oh, dating is he a Gen- dating he's dating a Jenner. Kendall? I don't know. I still can't. I cannot differentiate between these women if my life depended on it. I know. They all look it. exactly the same. I, I know that Kim is Kanye's girl. Not anymore. They got divorced. Sure. Okay. And then Chloe is Lamar Odom's girl. Not anymore. They got divorced. And after that, I got nothing. <laughs> I, I can't tell the difference between... What, there's a there's a Courtney. Courtney. And a Kylie. Kylie and Kendall. I don't know the difference between any of these three. I, I couldn't pick them out of life if life depended on I it. wouldn't worry about it. They all look the same, right? Pretty much, They're yeah. just like beautiful, dark-haired ladies? Yeah. With okay. big butts. Are they real? No. Oh, buddy. No. No, what, no. I mean. So yeah. Devin Booker, so they were playing the Toronto Raptors, and um, they couldn't play. There was no spectators because co- there was a huge COVID surge, and they're kind of on lockdown-ish mm. up there. But the mascot was there. And during his free throws, the mascot was so distracting that Devin Booker made him sit down and, like, leave. Wow. Because he missed his first shot. Because of the mascot. And the mascot listened? The ref made the mascot sit Oh, the down. ref did? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. I was like, what? God. I mean, if there was a whole uh, stadium filled with people, wouldn't that be way more distracting? Well, I guess the singular distraction wouldn't be. This is like when we used to, like last year when we had to cover college basketball games and no one is in the stands, mm-hmm. it would be the two teams, the coaches, me and like Sean Rainey from SWX and like three other people. That's it. And the whole... 8,000-person Dahlberg Arena. And I remember when the Grizz were playing NAU last year, 
I knocked my water bottle off the table and it landed on the concrete and both benches just looked right at me because it sounded like <laughs> a gun so got loud. shot, yeah. you know? But if that same thing would have happened with 5,000 people there, nobody noticed. would have even heard it, right? right? Yeah. I think well, it's a similar thing. Apparently, they squashed their beef and everything's okay. <laughs> squashed their beef. I love it. <laughs> okay, last story. <laughs> Devin Booker's got a beef with the mascot. I love it. Uh, Devin, Devin Booker, for those who are really wondering, I know that everybody's actually concerned about this. He is dating Kendall Jenner. Mm-hmm. This is why Google's amazing. Like, when you Google somebody's name, what comes up as the filler in word before you press enter is yeah, always so I funny. I know, it's hilarious. And when you type in Devin Booker, the first thing that comes up is stats, and the second thing that comes up is Kendall Jenner. Yep. Crazy. We're wild world we live in. Goals. Have your Google fill-in not be one of the Kardashian sisters. Mine, mine is not, so. There's actually a lot of people out there listening, they probably think goals. Have your Google fill in be, be one, one of the, of the Kardashian sisters. Yeah. What's Kanye doing? Kanye is doing something crazy there. He's dating like. this model and he's like parading her all over New York and like doing photo shoots in restaurants like while people are eating dinner and he's just being Kanye. Have he's, we talked about the Kenny G documentary? Yes. Okay. And then Kenny G played an anniversary song for Kim and Kanye. No, it was Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. She woke up in the morning and he's in their living room playing his clarinet or whatever. <laughs> it's I an mean, alto saxophone. Whatever. <laughs> the skin flute, whatever. Oh, Kanye is such an interesting person. You know, people call him a genius. I think he is. I'm not saying he's not a genius. I'm just saying he's also a narcissist. He is. And he's, um, he's he's captive by his own creativity, though. I think that most of the things that he does that we don't like are because of the world we live in, not because of him. Hmm. If he lived in a different time, he wouldn't suffer from the overexposure and then his craziness wouldn't be so accentuated. It would just be more appreciated. Like he, when he um, put, throws his Grammys in the toilet and pees on them. Are you talking about that? <laughs> I didn't even know he did that. Oh, he did. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I just think that of all the people out there that are like these social media stars, I feel like he lashes out because he doesn't want to be that. He just wants to be appreciated for his creativity, whereas most of these other people are doing it specifically for But then he married one of the biggest overly exposed people on the planet. I think that's why he's so interesting because he's such a dichotomy. I've always appreciated his... uh, almost endless creativity and his ability to sort of remake himself. I, I do think that he is prodigious in his music. I love his music. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's... Uh, he has just imagine, though, if he could just have music and there wasn't TikTok and Snapchat and stuff. I'd be like fine. If, if this was, like, 1979, we would probably only think of Kanye. And we would hear, like, these urban legends of him at Studio 54 or something, but we right. wouldn't have this, like, day-to-day video of him peeing on Grammys or whatever he's doing, right? right? Yeah. I don't know. I just We also wouldn't have Kardashians. Wouldn't that be something? Well, that would be a blessing beyond measure. It would be better for the NBA, I'll tell you that. I know, right? All right, last story. (laughs) I can't can't go a day without a Tom Brady story. So, since the last time we talked about Tom Brady, and of course our uh, fearless leader will certainly be listening to this because this is her favorite segment, and she cannot get over how much she cannot stand Tom Brady. And uh, as uh, our owner here at Missoula Broadcasting was saying, if Brett Favre or any of the other great quarterbacks slept in hyperbaric chambers and ate sweet potato chips and didn't ever 
have any fun and instead of, you know, likely drinking all the time and like a lot of those guys used to do. I bet he's doing dry January. <laughs> he's been on dry. <laughs> he's been on dry since. Well, you did have a couple glasses of champagne after they won the yes, Super Bowl Yes, and then he acted like a drunk white chick. I think that was the first time he's drank in <laughs> he five like years. like a sorority girl. Um, anyways, no uh, since the last time we've talked about Tom Brady here, though, Tom Brady has won the Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year Award. I guess it's called the Sports Person of the Year Award now. Um, and Tom Brady led the NFL in passing yards this year at the ripe old age of 44. He's got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs with the second-best record in the NFL. He threw 43 touchdowns at the, at the age of 44. I mean, uh, he should have gotten 44. It's, that would make it's just silly. It's silly what he's doing at this point. It's 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 well, like Well, he made a deal with the devil. We all know. It would be like so impressive if he was still just like pretty pretty okay and average. He's like one of the four best quarterbacks in the league. He's might win the MVP. I can't even handle it. Right. And so how much money do you think he's worth? <laughs> like Well, considering the fact that he might live forever, his uh potential earning Earnings might exceed like all of the money in the world. I don't so know. So why do you think he felt the need to start a t-shirt line? Oh man, he did? Yeah. Oh buddy. and guess how much his t-shirts are? Oh, so much. $75 for a t-shirt that says Brady. Man, which I you will never see me in. I, I haven't bought a t-shirt in so long. What he's selling these where? He has his own like I don't know. I didn't check, but <laughs> he has like his own Etsy or something like that. Yeah, Etsy. He's got his little cricket out and he's laying it. He's doing an oh, iron. He's got $95 sweatpants too. $160 joggers, $65 baseball hat. Man. And a rain jacket for $350. Man. Come on. Man. Don't hate the player, hate the game. I hate the player. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. This would have been a really great opportunity for him to make something affordable for normal people. Yep. His fans. And not totally, you know, I mean, he's totally taking advantage of people, I think who love him and his fan base, and they want something with his stupid name on it. Wow. Just spilling You're coffee. You're like a toddler. Oh, he just spilled I, coffee. He's drinking from a straw, mind you, and he spilled well, right, coffee all right, over Right, himself. right, right. It's, uh, Good thing it's not a Brady t-shirt. That would have been $75 well, down. This is a polo. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know what to think about the price of goods anymore. I mean, milk costs like 6 bucks. Eggs cost like 7 bucks. I don't... So, like... Maybe shirts should cost seventy five bucks now. I don't even know. I haven't bought a t shirt in years. Besides, Listen, I'm like a cheap. The, I'm cheap. I go to Target and Old well, Navy. Well, see, I go to like the Ross and get like the yeah. two dollar clearance, clearance, clearance. I guarantee <laughs> you, we're gonna see these Brady t shirts at TJ Maxx. Here's how cheap I am. I don't ever wear t shirts. I almost always wear like polos or button downs to work or play or whatever. And uh, but I do need some t shirts for working out or whatever. They had a bunch of shirts on sale at one of the discount stores for two bucks a piece, and they were double XL dry fits. They all happened to be Edmonton Oilers shirts. Yes, oh, were you at So TJ now Max? I have like three Edmonton <laughs> Oilers shirts. I've worn these to the gym and stuff, and had multiple people come up and talk to me, and be like, "Bro, you an Oilers fan?" I'm like, "I have no idea. No, I just bought it because it fits. That's all." Um, <laughs> I saw those at TJ Maxx, and I was like, "Oh, if they have a Calgary Flames one, I'm all over Ooh, it." Yeah, yeah. But they had Edmonton Oilers and. Oh gosh, I can't remember. There was another one that I was like, "What is happening here?" I know it's here? so funny, like the, the the distribution chain that helps that get to Missoula, Montana, mm -hmm. like how that happens. Well, there's Canadians here. Oh, for sure, no question. 
and NHL fans and all that. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how to put the $75 price tag in perspective for Tom Brady's T-shirts. I will. I would never spend $75 on an article of clothing besides, like, sweet-ass shoes. I, so I don't really know. $160 joggers. I mean, I know some people, like <laughs> Tucker, go to Lululemon and buy pants. Oh, our, I think our those esteemed are like, colleague, Tucker I think Sergeant. those are, like, 100 I don't know. I am just super cheap. Although I'm, you know, buying clothes for... Four people in my house. So, That's true. You know, what's your kids' clothes budget like? W- there's no budget. It's like, oh, you need pants again, mm. and then I mm. go to TJ Maxx or mm. Old Navy. Luckily, they don't care. They just That's want good. sweatpants and comfortable. Like the boys right now are all into sweatpants and sweatshirts so and hoodies. Weird. It's so it's like easy peasy. So weird. Yeah. Chicken Does No Sports, presented by the AC Hotel. Our good friend Carolyn joins us each Thursday, and uh, we always have an opportunity for you to go check out the AC Hotel. You don't have to work there. What? You don't have to be staying there to go hang out at the AC Hotel bar. You can go have some brunch there, go have some cocktails there. They have all sorts of great drinks, but they also have delicious mosas and Bloody Marys and an awesome breakfast brunch spread. You want to go check it out? We have two vouchers for you right now. Call us, 406-888-1029-888-1029. Caller number three, we got two vouchers to the AC Hotel for you. Courtesy of Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports. Anything else, Carolyn? No, have that's a pho- it. Have a phenomenal Thursday. I will. Don't try, to th- don't try to think about Tom Brady too much. I never really think about he Tom Brady. He lives rent-free in your mind. He kind of does. <laughs> More next week, chicken doesn't know sports. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. More right after this. All but one Big Sky Conference basketball team involving Montana and Montana State has been postponed this weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Because of COVID-19 issues within the basketball programs at Southern Utah, Thursday's contests between SUU and Montana have been postponed and rescheduled. The Grizz men were set to host the defending Big Sky regular season champion Thunderbirds Thursday night in Missoula, while the Lady Grizz were supposed to play the league-leading T-Bird women in Cedar City, Utah on Thursday. Instead, those games will both be played on Monday, February 7th, according to a press release from UM Athletics. Montana State was scheduled to host Southern Utah's men's basketball team on Saturday afternoon. That game has been postponed and has yet to be rescheduled. As of Thursday morning, the Montana State women's game at SUU in Cedar City, scheduled for 2 p.m. on Saturday, remains on the schedule. The Big Sky announced two weeks ago that postponed games due to COVID could be rescheduled. In Crosstown High School hoops in Missoula on Tuesday, Missoula Sentinel swept Missoula Big Sky. The Sentinel girls bolted to a 16-4 first quarter lead and saw Brooks Stainer score 10 points to lead the Spartans to a 46-36 win over the Eagles. Candace Couture led Big Sky with 16 points. And in the boys game, the fifth-ranked Spartans got 13 points from Caden Sheridan and 11 more from Riley Allen earn a 60-54 win over the Eagles, who were led by Lewis Saunders with 17 points. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. on the moon now we're walking on the sun or maybe this is empire to the sun walking on the dream i don't know what we're doing around here 
We're cruising. It's a Thursday. Hope you're having an outstanding evening. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. You know, it's a Thursday, so that means we're hooking you up like we always do. We already gave you some AC Hotel. How about a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market? Any sandwich you want. They got delicious sandwiches. I love the Wapa. I also love the TBLT. Except for like switching it out and getting it on a baguette. Oh, it's so good. The Havarti cheese. Money. Warden's is in the middle of a deli overhaul right now. They're remodeling it. It's going to be beautiful and uh, super efficient for all their loyal customers. But they still got sandwiches pre-made. And uh, they also have sandwiches at their disposal. And, of course, they have the best craft beer selection anywhere in Missoula. Six-pack of beer, sandwich, Warden's Market. Call us right now. Call our number 4-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number 4. We got a six-pack and a sandwich, courtesy of Warden's Market. One of my favorite guys that I got to know throughout my time covering the Big Sky Conference, particularly football, is Jerome Sowers, a guy who was uh, a huge part of the rise of the University of Montana, in the late 1980s, early 1990s, was the defensive coordinator on Don Reed's staff. Also famously coached Tim Houck uh, during his outstanding career. Sowers was on that staff in 1989 when Montana first broke through and made it to the semis of the FCS playoffs, Division One AA back then. And Sowers was also the defensive coordinator on the Grizz team that won the 95 National Championship and played for the 96 National Championship. Sowers then took the job, the head job, at Northern Arizona back in 1998, and he served in that role for 20 years. He retired from that job, but then sort of resurfaced in the football world at Southern Oregon, which is right near, which is in Medford, which is near where he's from. He's from uh, that part of Oregon. So Coach Sowers uh, resurfaced there, and now he is a leading candidate for the opening at Montana State Northern. Very interesting to see uh, a coach of that prestige be in the mix up there uh, with the Northern Lights. Sowers, uh, he he has such an, uh, a polarizing, um, I don't want to say reputation, because he's got a phenomenal reputation. He's one of the best guys around. Great storyteller. Uh, just an awesome guy. He loves talking ball with Coach Sowers. He's taught me a great deal, and he's just a, a very kind and engaging man. But uh, there's sort of a mixed, mixed opinions on his uh, ability as a head coach. Because when you are at a place for 21 seasons, there's a lot of ups and downs. And then Sowers did make the, make the playoffs four times during his time at NAU, was mostly above 500, but was rarely ever in that top echelon of the league. So on one hand, you could say he was really consistent and they were never very bad. They were never like just bad. They were always pretty competitive and from time to time, very good. He also brought in awesome talent. Guys like Zach Bauman, the running back, who was the only four-time 1,000-yard rusher in league history. Case Cook is one of the best talents. The league's seen the last half dozen years. So just interesting that the Sowers is in the mix uh, up there at MSU Northern. We'll keep you apprised of all that. Let's dive into a prep extra real quick. This is just a look around the state in, in uh, prep hoops. Our prep extra presented proudly by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Uh, just a few quick notes about uh, hoops in the state of Montana right now. We'll dive more into this with some interviews with coaches and some analysis uh, later this week as well as uh, into next week as well. 
But right now, leading the way in Class AA boys is Helena Capital. They are 5-0, off to a good start. Uh, Braden Cook, one of the best returning players in the state. Uh, he actually just signed with Carroll the other day, but he's been great so far. Uh, some of the other top teams out to good starts so far in Class AA include Bozeman, who's off to a 5-1 and one start. Gallatin High, who's off to a 4-2 and two start. They're being led right now by Ryland Schlepp, who's a uh, future Montana State tight end. Uh, he's having a great senior year in hoops as well. Uh, right now, Great Falls is, is a contender as well, out to a 4-2 and two start. They're led by Reed Harris, the quarterback for the Bison football team, as well as uh, a FBS-caliber prospect in football, also one of the best track athletes in the state. He's a great basketball player. And the Missoula Sentinel, after their crosstown win over Missoula Big Sky, uh, they're up to a winning record as well. I'm sort of citing this off of the most recent um, state media poll by 406mtsports.com. So that's sort of my my guide here. Uh, but right now, double A, a lot of contenders and a uh, couple in the East, couple in the West. So we'll see how it all plays out. The other uh, school I wanted to highlight right now, it's too bad in newspapers they don't do box scores like they used to because I would be looking for the Lodgegrass box score every time out. They're the uh, number one team in Class B right now. They're 7-0, and and they have some unbelievable players and some unbelievable stat lines. They've had three different guys drop 35 or more in a game uh, so far this year. Uh, Damon Grovant, who's one of the best players in the, in the uh, state, he had 46 the other night. Lodgegrass, they're in the mid to high 80s every single game. They are running and gunning. Very fun to watch, very fun to follow. And so the Class B ranks will be very good, particularly because Lame Deer, another reservation team, is also undefeated. And those two squads, they will square off later this year. And uh, I, bet I put the over-under on that one about 190. That's going to be a pretty fun one uh, when those two squads uh, square off. Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. In girls' hoops right now, uh, some of your top contenders in Class AA include the Billings West girls, who are very strong once again. But the Missoula Hellgate girls, they are certainly a team that has a lot of expectations because uh, Rob Henthorne, the head coach, he went with a very young lineup early on. And now those young ladies, when they were playing as freshmen and sophomores, now they're juniors and seniors. And so uh, they have a lot more experience. But Hellgate off to a 4-0 start, and they've been very solid. Uh, we look at Class A, familiar suspe- subjects, of course, uh, Haver, Tops the poll, as they always do. Harden, who was the runner-up a year ago, comes in at number two. Billing Central, Dillon, and Browning all there as well. So we'll keep giving you the ins and the outs of high school hoops. This has been our Prep Extra, presented by Farmers State Bank. More high school hoops later this week and throughout uh, the rest of the month and basketball season. We appreciate Farmers State Bank for their continued support of Prep Athletics. What's going on tomorrow, we'll tell you. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight. What up, Montana? Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Missed anything in today's Nuanas Now. You can find it, as always, on the Nuanas Now podcast. Everything from around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Chris Redpath to the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports with our good friend Carolyn to a look around state basketball so far, the uh, high school ranks of prep hoops. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Sportsbet Montana. Time now for the final word presented by Eagle Satellite. Eagle Satellite has the best deals you're going to find anywhere on TV and Internet. You can call them right now to find out more. 406-728-9999. You can get TV starting at $59.99 a month and Internet starting at $50 a month. Tomorrow, back at it, 4 p.m., Rajim Seabrook. 
his illustrious return back in the studio. We'll talk all things NFL playoffs and Martin Luther King Day. We'll see you back here, 4 p.m. ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 